Welcome to Get Your Swag Back with Steve Clements. This podcast is a brash, barrier-breaking, unapologetic look at the modern male, his masculinity, and the lies he is taught on how to attract, date, and act in relationships with women. We uncover and expose the problems men have in the dating arena, especially after a bad breakup or divorce, and show them how to set their ship straight. We also look into the mind of women and why they may stay with one man versus another, unveil the secret language of women, teach you women speak, and the positive traits that women come running to when they see you in the modern masculine man. Make your comeback, take your balls back, and get your swag back. All right, all right, all right. Steve Clements here, guys. Get your swag back. Take your balls back. Make your comeback. I'm back again with some great information. I read this book. It's called How to Live the James Bond Lifestyle by the author Paul Kariazi. He has a great chapter I was reading. It's called The Ultimate Secret of Women. And it starts off, it goes over what, how to keep your woman, you know? How to keep it lively. What do you have to do? What is the ultimate secret of women? There's a quote in the beginning that says, I know a little bit about women. Unquote. That's James Bond to uh, Tracy in On Her Majesty's Secret Service. I guess that was his love interest. I don't know. But a little bit is all you have to know to be successful at entertaining a woman. Isn't that amazing? A little bit is all you need to know to be successful at entertaining women. That's beautiful. Especially if that little bit is the ultimate secret of women. To my knowledge, this secret has never been written about. But before the secret is revealed, we must know that, of course, women want love, respect, and security. And most men will give them that. But what they forget or let slide once they've been with a woman for a while is the ultimate secret. The secret can be found in Cindy Lauper's song, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. In fact, the title is The Secret. That's right. Girls just want to have fun. This is what most guys forget. After a few dates, girls want to go to the movies, the opera, restaurants, amusement parks, resort hotels, Las Vegas, baby. Viva Las Vegas. Shopping, sightseeing, picnics, and of course, mega trips to fun places around the world. The last thing girls want to do is sit at home with beer and pretzels, watching the fourth football game in a row. Girls like to look forward to a planned upcoming adventure. They also like the sudden spur-of-the-moment outing. I mean, it, it, just to quote Corey Wayne on what he talks about, in order, you got to do what you, you know, what you did to get her is what you have to do to keep her. So how you wooed your woman in the beginning, you're taking her out, doing fun stuff, having a ball, is what you got to do to keep her. Keep that uh, uh, that fire going. Keep the fun going. Girls just want to have fun, right? For both men and women, there is a deep subconscious program in their mind that tells them if they are feeling completely loved or not. There are four elements to that. So there's four steps that are programmed into their mind when they are kids that makes them know that they are completely loved or not. The four steps are words. They were often praised as a child. So they believe words equal love. Touch. Often touched as a child, they are programmed that touching equals love. 
gifts. When she was a child and daddy or mommy often brought home a gift to her, she is programmed that receiving a gift is love. Being taken someplace, this one happens to be the strongest of one, the strongest one for many women. Okay, I'll repeat that. Being taken someplace, this one happens to be the strongest one for many women. Okay, guys, hello. Hello. Is anybody out there? Even the Cass Elliott song of the 70s spoke of this. If you want her to love you, take her someplace she hasn't been before. So if the child was often taken someplace by the parents, she's programmed that this equals love. Okay, so where does that leave us? Well, considering the, that the idea of being taken someplace gives many women the feeling of being totally loved and that they also want fun. That's what must be arranged often. So this means that you must become the director of fun. How about that, guys? You want to keep your woman happy? You want to keep your woman excited and, and, and can't wait till you get home? Be the director of fun. Take her out. Take her places. You know, spur the moment. Plan stuff. Women dig it. I mean, that, you know, it's so true. A lot of guys, after they get married, what do they do? They stop doing all that stuff, the fun stuff they used to do. You know, you got you to plan stuff. You got to do stuff you like. Make it adventurous. Like, you know, when I was dating, I took a, a girl to do some axe throwing. Well, one girl, we, we shot pool, you know. And, you know, what Corey Wayne says also that, hey, you got to make three different type of events to happen. Like go to the bar, have drinks, and then maybe go throw axes or, or shoot pool. And then maybe go walk down the, the, the dock, you know, to a, a dockside bar. You know, different things just to keep things moving and keep it exciting and fun. So you must become the director of fun. And it's easier than you think because all you have to do is arrange the entertainment. You don't have to worry about being cool. You don't even have to be fun yourself. <laughs> just be the director of fun. If you take your date to a fun place and arrange your entertainment to go smoothly... She'll have a fun time and in the process think that you are fun. Take her to a cool place and she'll think you're, you're cool. And you will be cool. Well, here's a, a mail he got from a lady. It says, a, this lady's from uh, Boston. And it said, Dear Mr. Curiosity, I just wanted to tell you that you're really pegged it with the girls just want to have fun. Philosophy. It's so true. This is what we ladies want, to be taken out and shown a good time. We can't stand couch potato men. And the key word is lifestyle. So many men take you out on a few dates, and then after that they get lazy, and all they want to do is sit on their butts and watch TV. They dazzle you at first to reel you in, but don't make it a lifestyle. She says, my ex-boyfriend never wanted to go anywhere, and it was one of the reasons I dumped him. I mean, give me a break. I'm 25. I don't want to stay home every night. Please get the word out to as many men as possible. At least in my experience, a high percentage of men are in dire need of your James Bond lifestyle advice. Sincerely, Jen. An emergency day plan. After hearing my first 90 minutes JBLS audiobook, my old college dormitory roommate Steve called me and said, Hey, I remember in college you talked about girls really wanting to have fun. 
And I said, did I? I don't remember getting that idea so early. He said, yes, you did. You were talking about it in the dorms. And when I thought about it a little more, I started remembering girls mentioning about having fun on a date with a guy or that he was no fun. I kept hearing the word fun more than he's cute or he's sexy. I just heard, I had heard cute and sexy about popular guys and rock stars from girls in high school. But when he got to serious dating in college, fun was the word that I kept hearing and the thing that girls seemed to crave. Then I remembered a guy named Carl who lived in the room next to mine at the San Francisco State University dormitory. He dropped by excitingly one day and said, Paul, I've got a date tonight. Where should I take her? Surprised and flattered, and he asked me because I didn't date much at the time. However, I often went with friends to movies and events. That's why Carl thought of him. Okay, first take the trolley car down to Market and Powell, walk up Powell Street, one block where a revival theater is showing to serve with love. 7 p.m. You know, this guy was uh, living in the 60s. But don't see the second feature because variety is important on a date, okay? That is so important. Variety is important on a date. You got to mix it up. You know, taking her out to a dinner or taking her out to movies is just boring. You can't interact during a movie, right? Variety is important. You come out of the theater, walk up a block and get some ice cream cones at Baskin Robbins. Okay. Then catch a cable car and give her a fun ride over the hills to Fisherman's Wharf. Then go to any restaurant there and get some clam chowder and whatever else she wants. And then take the cable car and trolley back to the dorms. Guy says, yeah, thanks, man. I better write this down. <laughs> he bolted out of the room. He forgot all about it the next day. And he forgot about it the next day until the Carl came back and said, hey, Paul, I did exactly what you told me to do. She loved it. So there you go. I mean, it doesn't have to be expensive stuff. It doesn't have to be extravagant. Like, you know, never take a girl out to an extravagant place on the first date. You know, that's way, that's way over the top. You might make it fun. Make it light. You don't have to go, you know, buck wild. You don't have to get stupid crazy. Make it fun. Make it to the point where it's like, damn, this is fun. I want to do this, you know, this little stuff. We're doing this, that, and the other. And it's fun. It's light. And in the process, like the guy said, you know, you don't have to be sexy. You just have to be you know, fun. You don't have to be funny. You just have to be fun. So keep keep doing that fun stuff. Now, you know, now that he remembers it, I learned this variety dating idea from the Elvis Presley movie, Viva Las Vegas, on his first date with Anne Margaret. In the movie, dances were with her at the university, takes her skeet shooting, then to a western movie town, then a helicopter tour over Hoover Dam, after that, he takes her water skin on Lake Mead and then dancing at a nightclub. All this happened in the same day and night. Wow. I was impressed by this because in the small town where I grew up, guys just took their dates cruising around the main drag like American graffiti. It seemed not only boring to me, but it was a real waste of female companionship, I thought at the time. So when I got my chance to date a girl I, I was interested in, it was always a well-planned date with plenty of variety, no helicopter tour, but I often heard that my dates had a lot of fun. So that's when I started getting the idea that girls just wanted to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. I mean, it, it's so so true, guy. I mean, you know, you can get stuck in a rut, in a relationship, in a marriage. And it's all about spicing it up, you know, keeping it, you know, lively. 
try different stuff. I mean, there's so many things you can do, even in today's COVID world. You can go at uh, look up. There's a uh, site called Meetup site where you, there's different, so many different variety of groups out there that you can, you can get involved with. So many things you can do. I mean, even on Zoom. I mean, I know I know half the nation is probably locked up, and the other half, you know, has some type of availability or is open. You just gotta look around in your area and see what is available. Look for things to do. You know, find a friend who's like really good at doing activities. You know, but I love the line of being the director of fun because. That's what it's all about. It's finding somebody who aligns with you and is free-flowing and wants to have fun. And the way you go about that, like I've always said, my golden nugget is to write a list of qualities you want in your woman on one side. And on the other side, write the qualities of a woman you would never put up with. And read that three, four, five times a day. And that person will appear in your life in 60 or 90 days. So let's go on with this. The next part of it says, but will she like me for myself? Question being asked here is, if I take a girl to lots of exciting places, will she just like me because I entertained her, or will she like me for who I really am? Hey, it's a valid question. That will come to mind of younger guys. The answer is this. You want to go to those places and enjoy the entertainment, don't you? And if you do, then part of the real you is a person who likes doing these fun things. So this is the real you. If you're just going there to razzle-dazzle the girl in order to get her to like you, then you're a phony and just trying to manipulate her by taking her someplace that you did not want to go to. But, of course, that's not you. You're not a manipulator. You do like entertainment and exciting places, so that is a part of the real you. This brings me to the important side subject. We've all heard of guys who wine and dine women until they get them to marry them and then don't take their wives anymore anywhere. Um, this happened after World War II. The generation expected the wife to stay home most of the time. That was fine for those days, but some husbands took it to the extreme, and the wives, try as they did, could never get their husbands to take them out, nor were they allowed to get out on their own. So to me, this is a breach of contract and false advertising because the man is advertising to you, woman, look, how much fun you'll have with me if you stick with me. And then he reneges on the deal. Once he's got her signature on the marriage license. Thank God the women up today are stronger and smarter and they have an easier way out than women of the 50s and 60s did. Yet it still happens today with some of the younger guys. What does that have to do with you? Keep taking her out, even after she marries you. Because here's the deal. All great love end in tragedy. Just like James Bond and Tracy. When Tracy died, she died in that movie. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. One partner gets old. One partner gets sick. One partner dies. So enjoy the hour of splendor in the grass, or in the flower. Enjoy life while you can, and get out there and have fun. Here's a guy named Steve Allen. He's an old comedian, and uh, he talks about his first day with uh, Jane Meadows. When actor-comedian Steve Allen asked actress Jane Meadows out on their first date in New York, the end thing to do was to go to a Broadway play or a high-class restaurant. But Steve was more inventive than that. He found a special show at the Planetarium, and he took her there. After the show, Steve said to Jane, hey, other guys would have taken you to a Broadway play or to Sardi's, a, a popular restaurant, but I took you to the moon. So when you're thinking up some entertainment for your Bond girl, let Steve Allen's date to the moon inspire you.
Also goes over uh, certain ways to uh, ask women. Now, if you're afraid to approach a beautiful woman or somebody you're crazy about, he talks about the amazing ticket technique. And what you can do is you can just buy a couple of tickets to a show. And instead of asking her out, he says, um, you know, go ask her if she'd like to go to a show. He said that has, has, has a, it takes the, the onus off of you and it puts it on the show. And if she's interested, she might go to the show with you. That's if you're having a trouble approaching women. Approaching that way doesn't give her the pressure of turning you down, and she can just turn the event down, and that will be that. If by chance she can't make that date but is interested in you, she can start talking about going out another time. So that's the only way you can find out if women like you. Guess what? you got to ask. Uh, a great suggestion. I, I was told that if you really have uh, trouble approaching women, do a 60-day uh, challenge to yourself. Go out every night if you're you know, single and or even like on uh, the uh, online dating. You go to the most beautiful women and, you know, ask her out. And that's and if you can get out to a bar and do that, you know, that's really going to make you strong. It's really going to give you confidence in approaching women. But I thought that was a pretty cool idea, a 60-day challenge and going out. To every bar, every, uh, to a bar every night or a different bar every night, and asking the most beautiful women out there you see, that will really build up your muscles and and you know your confidence, and that's a great way. That's a great thought. Now these are some things about boring dates. After 20 minutes, I hated them. A 25 year old nurse living in Tokyo told me this story. She had just met a young dentist at her hospital and talked with him for a few minutes. And then he asked her to go on a date for the upcoming Saturday. Do you think that he's a possible boyfriend? I asked her before she went was to meet the guy at the park. Oh, yes, I think so, she said. Well, tell me how it turns out, I said. She said she would and then went on her way to meet her potential boyfriend. I saw her a week later and asked how it went on that date. She said, after 20 minutes, I hated him. She answered, why? I said, what happened? Well, she said, we started walking in the park, and I asked him what his favorite food was, and he said, nothing. No food is special to me. Then I asked him what kind of music he liked, and he said, nothing special. Then I asked him what his hobbies were, and he said, I don't have any. So then after a while, I said, well, it was nice meeting you. We went to the bus stop, said goodbye, and left on a separate bus. I retold that story to an American friend of mine living in Tokyo, and he added, so if a girl asks you what kind of food you like, choose any food, like pizza, and then say, pizza, I love pizza. I have to eat pizza every day. He said, if I say that, the girl will think I'm crazy. I replied, yeah, she'll think you're crazy, but not boring. There you go, guys. I mean, you know, it, it's funny how we can get caught up in um, being indecisive. When you feel indecisiveness, women don't like that. Women want guys that are direct and make decisions quickly. But that very night, this is about the same conversation. That very night, a new girl that he was planning to take to the movies called him up and invited him to her place to eat before going out. It will only be pizza, she said on the phone. <laughs> the word pizza triggered the story that I had told him just hours earlier, and he replied, pizza? I love pizza. And on the other end of the line, she said excitingly, voice, oh, really? That's great. But, um, you know, it's when you go on a date with a woman... I mean, actually, you should be asking the questions, all right? 
and getting information from her because you want to find out if she's of quality value of what you want or what you're looking for in life. Another example of um, another young Japanese woman met a man via an arranged meeting where she was introduced by a go-between, as is the old Japanese custom. Of course, these days, a couple can make up their own minds if they want to get married or not. But these introductions do have the air of marriage about them as opposed to just a date. And the couple does not get to see a photo of the intended beforehand. Wow, that sounds a little dangerous, right? The woman was very interested in the man when she first met him at a restaurant with the, go- with the go-between. It's a great and positive coincidence that they both studied the teachings of an Indian guru named Sa Baba. This was destiny, she thought. With this man, I would probably give birth to a special spiritual baby, she told me. On the next day, she met the man at the train station without the go-between. They were on their own. What do you want to do today, she asked him. I don't know, he answered. What do you want to do? Well, we can go to a coffee shop, I guess, she shrugged. Okay. The next weekend, they met at the same train station. Hi, she said. What do you want to do today, she asked him. I don't know, he said. What do you want to do? (laughs) Well, she said, let's go to a coffee shop. Okay. That's pretty fun. And the next weekend she met him and the trade station, same thing happened. What do you want to do today? She said, I don't know. What do you want to do? After three coffee shop dates, she figured that he was too boring to have a special spiritual baby with him. Especially if the conception would have to take place in a coffee shop. Oh, that's funny. If the guy didn't have any imagination or interest to take his potential wife to to a movie, a play, Tokyo Disneyland, Tokyo Tower or a thousand other places that a big city has to offer, then her married life would have ended up being unimaginative and boring as hell. That guy just didn't know that girls just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. So guys, I mean, I hope you're getting the gist of all this. In a relationship or in dating, you want to keep it fun. You want to be exciting. You want to mix it up. And it's so important to be doing things that you're like, you know, set you on fire. You know, things you want to do, things you want to try. It's all about, it's all about having fun. I mean, that's what relationships are for. In the process of dating, you need to identify if she's going along and having fun with you, or if she's going to be an anchor or a drag on you. And it's so amazing because if you write down the qualities of the women that you want and the qualities of the women you don't want you're going to really start to recognize, hey, you know, she's not into what I want to do and I want to live my life the way I want to live it. And if she wants to go along with the adventure, that's that's cool. But if she's like dragging you down and like wanting not to do that, you know, she wants to stay and do the same thing over and over again, that's, you know, that's boring. But a lot of guys get blinded by the light. They get blinded by beauty and will put up with, you know, to kind of go against their their in, their intuition or their um their intuition or their gut, and you got to live your life. You got to live your truth. And as long as you're doing that, let me tell you, women dig that. Women love a man who knows, you know, he's on a mission. He's on. He has purpose. He knows how to have fun. And God, I mean, that is just so such a golden nugget. It's so easy to do. And it doesn't take much to really look. You can Google so many things to do. And, you know, she would just be happy that you kind of plan something different 
she'll be like, wow, that's cool. You know, he, he's doing, you know, he's making an effort, you know, to do something and something exciting, you know, and that's what they dig. They, they like the guys that are, are fun and got imagination and want to do different things and have fun and go out and do stuff instead of sitting at home, drinking the beer, watching baseball, football, or whatever's on. Yeah, pickleball, I don't know. Anyway, here's a story about Marilyn Monroe, a famous movie star, Marilyn Monroe, back in the 50s and 60s. She married a famous guy, a baseball player, Joe DiMaggio, and he held the record for, I think, the most consecutive hits. Uh, and again, he had one hit for, like I think, 56 games, which is a major league record. I don't know if it's still a record or not. But Marilyn Monroe leaves Joe DiMaggio. I mean, Joe DiMaggio was a famous baseball player back in the 50s and 60s. Baseball great Joe DiMaggio was on his knees crying to his friend about Marilyn Monroe divorcing him only after 10 months of marriage. She's like, why did Marilyn divorce me, Joe cried. Is there another man? How could I tell him, his friend said years later to Joe's biographer. How could I tell him that she wanted to leave one of America's greatest sports heroes because he was boring. How could I tell a man that his ex-wife became his ex because she found him dull? Wow. You're a great baseball star, but you're boring as hell. That man's sad, you know, because he probably was a fun guy and just uh, didn't take the initiative. Shakira Kane, Marina Mara Servino, and Christine Kubrick. Those are famous wives of movie stars or... Shakira Kane was married to Michael Kane, a famous movie star, British star. When asked why she liked her husband after 20 years of marriage, Michael Kane's wife, Shakira, answered, because he always wants to go someplace and do something. When Academy Award winner Myra Sorvino was asked why she liked dating director Quentin Tarantino, okay, that dude's ugly, because he's so much fun. Film director Stanley Kubrick, he did Space Odyssey, a number of other films. His widow said the overriding feeling of Stanley with his family and other people is how very entertaining he was. I was the most entertained woman ever, his wife said. Well, have I convinced you with all these X examples? Don't forget the ultimate secret. You are Mr. Director of Fun. So guys, I think you get the gist of what I'm trying to say. In life, in dating in uh, relationships, in marriages. What you did to get her is what you got to do to keep her. Be the director of fun. Go out, have a ball, make it exciting. And it doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be crazy. It can be little things, you know. Just keep mixing it up. Spice, the variety, you know, spice is the variety of life. Keep it fun. Keep it light. Keep it happy. You're going to have one happy woman that will never leave you. And that's, of course, if you're aligning up with the right women. All right. That's all I got tonight, guys. I hope I've helped you in this way. And listen, my goal is to help 300 million men make their comeback, take their balls back, and get their swag back. And remember, guys, it ain't over until they're patting you on the face with a shovel. Steve Clemens signing off. I'll see you next podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Get Your Swag Back podcast with Steve Clemens. And if you like this shit, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast platform. 
Also, if you know anyone that may need to hear this podcast, which is 90% of the men in the world, send them my way. Please send us your feedback, questions, and comments to swagbackdocdoc at gmail.com. I love reading hate mail. Thanks for listening, and fellas, take your balls back and get your swag back. See you next podcast.